0: Welcome back to Mini TV Reviews. I am your host Mo, and today we are doing something new, y'all. Yes, this is another show that I decided to add because I love all things mystery. Okay, and once I saw this, I was like, "Let me check it out and see what's going on." I'm pulled in in the first two minutes. You guys, very intrigued. All right, so what we're doing today is based on a true story. Like, that's actually the name of the show, based on the true story. <laughs> it's on peacock you guys yes season one episode one titled the great american art form you guys i hope everybody is doing well okay one more day to the weekend okay and I'm pretty sure that I will be doing um, a show before then. But if you don't listen to any of the other shows, I just want to give a quick shout out to all the dads out there. Okay. Whether you are the bio or the the bonus. Okay. The best bonus. Shout out to you guys. Okay. Stepdads. Real dads. I love y'all. Okay. Godfathers. Because y'all exist too. Uncles. You, brothers. Okay. Thank you guys for... Being such amazing support systems to all the moms out there, okay. We really appreciate you guys. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So, we start the episode off with this girl. She's on her phone and she's talking to her bestie, and she's telling her that whatever date she went on went well, apparently, because there's gonna be a second date on Friday. Okay, girl, I told you it was gonna go well, but. That makes sense while you're working out at 11 o'clock at night, okay? And so she was like, Girl, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> so she heard me try to get her off the phone so she can get them glutes together, okay? Squats, loving it. So anyway, she turns on her little program, on her little mirror. She's got the little workout mirror thing, right? So she's uh, she turns it on, she starts working out, and then she hears a noise, y'all. So she goes to investigate. Okay, she goes to the front door, all the suspense music is building, she looks out into the peephole, and she sees nobody in the hallway. So then she turns back around, she goes back to her workout thing, okay? The girl is saying, you know, okay, we finna do some butt kicks and all of that, right? So just then, as she's holding her pose before they go into these butt kicks, y'all, she gets stabbed. Right in the back, okay? She up and turned around trying to see what's going on. And y'all, he stabbed her really good. Or whoever this is. I'm going to assume that this is a man, though. Because y'all, whoever killed her was fast. Like, probably like 15 seconds tops. And he stabbed her like five or six times, okay? And so then she ends up falling down on the ground, honey. And (laughs) and, um, that's it. Okay, it's lights out for her. Y'all, I'm intrigued already. This is going to be good. So we get introduced to our main characters, Ava and Nathan. They're husband and wife. And then we've got her little sister. I believe that's her little sister. Her name is Tori. Um, So Nathan is sitting in the bathroom on the toilet watching a tennis game. And uh, Ava comes in and she's listening to the report that the, um, the police captain is giving about the homicide that just occurred the night before about that girl okay remember i told y'all she got stabbed up so she's listening to him give you know his uh speech or whatever and um he's like dang do we have to start off our morning with you know homicide all the time or murder all the time and so she says she's excited because it's literally right in their backyard almost okay and so you know she loves true crime like she's a true crime buff right so he's like maybe we should be listening to like baby mozart because she's pregnant y'all okay <laughs> she's like six or seven months pregnant like she's out there okay and so <laughs> so she goes back into the kitchen she's on the phone with one of her um, one of her bosses I guess his name is Paul and or maybe a, I don't know a coworker. And um, she's telling him that the house is gonna sell really fast she's making some cookies for the opening uh, for the open house and um, her sister comes in grab a cookie and um, she notices that her sister has on her old yoga pants are those mine? and she says that it doesn't matter because she won't be able to fit them anymore so <laughs> shade my girl she might okay a snapback might be amazing who knows so anyway she walks out, but she does tell her that the cookies are great. <laughs> and then she mentions to Nathan that she feels like her sister is having way more sex than she ever has. And so Nathan was like, speak for yourself, girl, okay? So we go over to the open house, and she is setting the she's setting the house, right? So she's setting the house, all while she's still listening to true crime. Um, her phone is on speaker, you know. So anyway, she's setting the house, listening to true crime and um he says something about the body being chopped up and the only thing that was like out of sorts was he ended up swapping the heads of his two victims which was very morbid okay so i guess this must have given her an idea or something because next thing you know we see her outside and um she's grabbing some signs just just then this guy walks up and his name is ryan okay i googled these folks before because I don't know when we're gonna hear names. So his name is Ryan, and he's very handsome, you guys. Okay, he's a little light, bright, he's got some nice eyes, warm eyes, and um, he's got a little nice fade or whatever. And so he's come for the open house. And so she ends up giving him a tour. Y'all, that house is amazing, it's 5,000 square feet. What, who? I wouldn't even know what to do with all of that space. I'm lying. I probably would. But anyway, the house looks absolutely gorgeous. And so he's asking her how long has she been doing real estate. And she says that she's been doing it for about five years. And then he asked her, does she love what she does? And so she was like, yeah, you know, coming up with like one of those generic answers. Basically, you know, once you help somebody find their forever home or their dream home, it's a very sweet moment, right? And so he's like, okay. So as she's showing him like the upstairs bedrooms, y'all, she suddenly hears some moaning. And she <laughs> she looks in one of the rooms, y'all, and she sees this couple getting it on. And it turns out that it's her and Ryan. So she's definitely daydreaming, right? <laughs> Just then he comes over and it's like, nice view. And so she was like, what? <laughs> nice view you know the bedroom (laughs) y'all this is gonna be a hoot okay so it's supposed to be like a comedy thriller y'all okay so we're gonna get a lot of laughs out of this but hopefully still some good suspense as well so there's a lot of back and forth between the next two scenes so we'll just do one and one so Kaylee uh, not Kaylee Ava is still showing uh Ryan this house and she asked him how does he like it And he says that you know it's just not what I'm looking for okay and so he says that he remembers seeing something about um, a one-bedroom apartment down in palms okay and so he ends up putting two and two together that her boss basically threw her this big house as a bonus okay as a favor to her because Um, she's so used to getting like the one-bedroom apartment complex you know sellings okay so no offer on the big nice house it's very beautiful I'm sure that commission check would have been nice so then we go over to Nathan Nathan arrives at work and it seems he works at a country club he happens to be the tennis director Okay, because when he's walking in he's given um, one of his students instructions on how to keep her form together okay so anyway he goes over and he's enjoying some of the appetizers when his boss Michelle comes over and tells him that she needs to talk to him and so she ends up breaking the unfortunate news that he's being demoted okay and the new tennis director that they want to replace him is a 24 year old Named Mason okay apparently all of the stay-at-home moms love him because he's introduced some new program called uh, they call it uh, tennis clubs and cocktails clubs and cocktails okay it's a big hit and so um, he's been demoted to red ball which happens to be the five-year-olds y'all yeah, this isn't going to go so well. And so he says that he's been the tennis director. Uh, well, he's been over there for 17 years. Okay. And he basically helped them build that country club from the ground up because when he first got there, they only had 200 members. Okay. So he's seen it flourish. So looks like uh, Nathan's going to be in the field for employment. So as they're both dealing with these individual personal ills, they both come home. And she tells him that she didn't get any offers on the house. And then he tells her that that's fantastic because he just got fired. What? What happened? Well, not fired, but demoted, okay? And so as they're both replaying their day, and he's telling her about Mason, who's now taking the director place and Red Ball. And she's like, the five-year-olds? Yes, the five-year-olds, okay? Um, Tori is, like, trying to get their attention because the toilet is over flooding and so eventually they come to her and y'all there's water all over the bathroom floor and she's even got like a towel down there to know y'all it's water everywhere great perfect timing so this means that they have to go get another toilet and the girl at the at the place is showing them this toilet that's got like a glazed inside thing so it keeps it from staining it's a whole situation right it's got a day all of that and um The thing ended up costing $4,000, y'all. And so Nathan was like, do you just have one where we can just, like, pee and poop? Like, I would love that. And so, of course, Ava is embarrassed. But, I mean, he being real, like, why do you need all of that? The bidet seems nice, okay? But why do you need all that other stuff, okay? Just give me a toilet to do the basics. (laughs) So, anyway... Um, They ended up getting like a very basic toilet and so then they're back at home. It's it's later on that night. They're in bed and um, y'all, they start arguing, okay, and he's telling her that he's got plans after this because of what happened. He actually wants to start a tennis podcast, okay, and I forgot to tell you guys that um, he is an old, like, I guess, professional tennis player, Okay. So anyway, he says he wants to do a tennis podcast and so she was like, "No." Okay? There's there's no audience in that, okay? The real audience comes from murder mystery podcast. And so he was like, "Who wants to listen about dead people all day? Who wants to hang around dead bodies all day?" Okay? Apparently you do, but I don't. And so she says that they they're worth millions and honestly, you guys like i love doing my reviews i really do but she ain't lying okay mm-hmm. it seems like uh you know if you start a murder mystery podcast regardless like if it's in the last six months or whatever honey you could have advertisements before you even get to a year so well before a year just saying so she sees where it is they start having an argument and um he's complaining about her listening to the murder podcast all the time and she says well you know i wouldn't have to if we actually went out and did something okay what the last exciting thing that we've done in the last three years is go buy a 150 dollars toilet okay we used to be the fun couple the fun tennis couple and so of course now he really starts having a pity party and so he says that he's sorry that he lost his job he's sorry that he got hurt because you know when he got hurt that basically ended his tennis career So he's sorry that he got hurt. He's sorry, you know, that he doesn't have any friends. He's just sorry that he couldn't get her at that big old fancy house to, you know, be up in the hills with her fancy effing friends. Like, he's just sorry. And so she ends up trying to apologize. And clearly she feels like, you know, they're in a rift. And she feels like he's changed over time, which is going to happen. But it's more negative than she thought that it would be so they're in a they're in the valley you guys so we'll see what happens so it's post argument and nathan is pissed okay he ends up grabbing his jacket and getting the hell out the house cool down so he's in the car and he's like i can't please my wife i can't please my dad i don't have any friends you know what it. i'm over and i'm done with this right so As he's doing that, we see Ava. She's back at the house, and I believe she's watching something on TV or she's listening to something. And the lady is saying how the great American art form is not music or art or television, as most people would believe, but it's actually murder, okay? We obsess over it, we celebrate it, and we commit it. Uh, lady, speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I ain't killed nobody, okay? I ain't a killer, but don't push me. <laughs> so anyway, as this lady is doing her montage and she's asking, what's the deeper meaning or the reasoning behind why somebody goes as far as to kill somebody else? You know, what's going on in their mental for them to be pushed to that that um, depth? And so... We see somebody walk in a bar, y'all, and they end up showing us the girl that got killed at the beginning of the episode. She's talking to a friend, and um, clearly, whoever this person is, they've found their target. Y'all, I forgot to tell y'all that after her kill scene, it flashed us back to two weeks prior to her getting killed. Okay, so all of this is happening two weeks prior to her being murdered okay so anyway after that um we see matt the plumber okay he arrives and he's putting on his booties because he doesn't want to track any dirt in their house okay that is the first priority never track dirt in somebody else's house thanks matt for being considerate so He's walking through the house and he notices Ava in some of the pictures and he's like, whoa, is that Binghamton? And so she says, yeah, that's where I'm from. Oh, me too, okay? And so then he says something about them having a really good ice cream shop called Slippies or something like that. Apparently they had really good mint chocolate chip. So yeah, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? I like mint chocolate chip too. But recently, you guys, I've tried like cookies and cream. With, like, some caramel drizzle. Listen, it's a whole move on a very hot day, okay? Anyway, enough about that. So they share a good laugh about that, and then he uh, ventures further into the house and he sees some of the trophies that Nathan has acquired over the last couple of years throughout his tennis career, and then he goes to the toilet. But as he's making his way, Tori passes him in the hallway and is like, Ooh, okay, hot plumber. And so Abel was like, Yeah, I know. He's pretty handsome, y'all. He's a looker. So anyway, um, him and Nathan strike up a conversation regarding if though that is him and the pictures that he recently saw in the hallway. And so Nathan was like, Yeah, that's him, okay? And the trophies too? Yep. mm mm-hmm. That's him too. And so he ends up saying that he he um knows who he is, okay. He was like, weren't you supposed to be the next Andre Agassi? Well, he was before he blew his knee out, okay? And so then they have a joke about upselling the toilets. But he says the one that they chose is actually a really good deal, okay? So he's he should be good to go. So he ends up also telling him that he practices a little tennis every now and then, too. Him and his friends, they go shoot the shits, and then they go hit some balls, um... And then he says that he used to live in Pomona, but he ended up moving to L.A. because Pomona got too dangerous. Apparently, somebody got attacked in his apartment complex, you guys. Hmm. Okay. So, he ended up moving to L.A. for the Glitz and Glamour. And then he ends up asking, you know, if uh, Nathan's ever free, would he like to go hit go hit sometimes and so Nathan was like well I'll definitely kick your ass but yeah sure why not so before he leaves Ava peeks her head in because he don't fix the toilet by now so Ava peeks her head in and asks him can he look at one more thing before he leaves so she ends up showing him some pipes up under the kitchen sink in the the kitchen I said the kitchen sink right y'all okay sorry <laughs> in the kitchen and um he says that it's some really bad mold okay this is obviously going to be a bigger job and nathan says that they are going to be okay eventually but right now they are a little strapped for cash okay and so he ends up trying to negotiate a deal with matt um how about i coach you for six weeks okay twice a week And we can practice and hit some balls. How about we do that and you fix our little mold problem? And so they end up striking a deal, y'all. So it seems like Nathan has found him a friend after all. So Nathan and Matt are practicing. And I guess Nathan is giving him a little leeway, okay? He's got a good form and... He's trying to instruct them a little bit, okay, but then Matt starts smelling himself, okay, starts talking cash money, right, so then Nathan had to put the hurting on them and make them run from side to side, okay, from line to line, so then, um, they finish practice, and he says, you know, we can go one more, he was like, no, okay, you're great, that was effing exhausting, I'm good, so they end up sitting down, and they just, you know, start chatting away. And, um, he tells them that his forehand is great, but his backhand, uh, eh, that's trash. Like, BFI. <laughs> and so then he says that, um, oh, Matt ends up looking up and he sees that, you know, Thirsty Thursdays is going on with the housewives and, um, the new director. I forgot his name that quick, y'all. So anyway, um... He says, yeah, you know, that's Thirsty Thursdays. And then he looks around, he says, man, I used to run this place, okay? But, um, it just happens, okay? Nobody really cares for you in L.A. like that. You know, everybody is pretty much out for self. And it doesn't help that he's pushing 50. You know, it just, it is what it is. And so Matt was like, oh, yeah, well, try being a plumber out here, okay? You think you got it hard? Look at me. (laughs) So just then, um... The new tennis director comes over. Y'all, I can't remember his name. I'm going to get it, though, in just a minute. The young dude. So he comes over. He's like, oh, you know, it's Thirsty Thursday, Thursdays. You want to have a cocktail? And so Nathan was like, nah, I'm good. Okay, so he says, what's up to Matt? And, um, and then he asked Nathan for a quick second. So he says that, you know, he had nothing to do with what happened with the position swap. And he says that, um... You know, he really respects him and that he looked up to him when he was a kid and all of that, okay? And so Nathan was like, you know, it's, it's cool, it's whatever. He's got two places that are chasing after him. And so he was like, okay, great. You know, if that doesn't work out, then I can always keep you on as a something emeritus. And so he was like, what is what is that? Basically, it's Latin for a respected elder, So you calling me an old man to my face? You real disrespectful. And so he was like, he was going on to explain that, you know, this will allow Nathan to get some extra cash flow in his pocket and all of that. But Nathan cut him short, okay, because he ends up gripping like the tennis, like the gate that's next to him real hard to the point where his hand starts bleeding. Okay, you can see the veins in his hand and everything. So the young dude is noticing the aggression that Nathan has, and Nathan was like, I don't need your effing cash, okay? And so he was like, okay, you know, no, no, it's cool, bro. Okay, my bad. And he says, I'll talk to you later. (laughs) He heard me get the hell out of there, okay? So at the end of the exchange, Nathan takes his hand, like he ungrips his hand from the gate, and y'all, his hand is bleeding. Y'all, is Nathan the serial killer? Is he the killer for that girl? I don't know, but he definitely has a, he got a, you know, a mean streak in him, but we'll see what happens. So Tori is going to get ready to go on a date. And honey, <laughs> Ava is having like her murder club meeting with her homegirls and they discuss whatever podcast they're all listening to. And, um, it's like a book club, but for murder podcast. <laughs> so Tori is going to get ready to leave out and they're like, Oh, wait, 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 where are you going? Okay. And so she says that she's going to get ready to go on a date. And one of them makes a joke about it just being like a tender hookup. And so she was like, Yeah, that's what it is. And so of course, Ava's like, don't you want to go do something with somebody that's a little bit more responsible. And so Tori's like, no, I prefer the F ups. Okay. <laughs> I like the bad ones. And so she sarcastically asked them, should she use protection or no. Um, And then should uh or should she use the should she let him uh shoot up her club or should he use the pullout method and so she was like you know what maybe i should just put in a bag for dna purposes that way if something happens to me then you guys have a trail of dna evidence and so one of uh ava's friends is like yes get that dna okay (laughs) And so Tori is like, y'all need to do better, okay? Y'all just sit around and talk about murders and swapping heads and all of that. Like, y'all are weird. And so after Tori leaves out, of course, Ava's like, so are we really weird, you guys? Like, think about it. What are we doing here just having this conversation like this? And so it gets quiet for a minute. And then they go back to the conversation that they were having about the podcast. (laughs) That's not like me and my friends. But anyway, so... Then we go over to Nathan and Matt. They're hanging out, okay? This is not on the tennis court, though. They're at the bar. And so we learned that Matt is a divorcee, okay? And not only that, but he also has a baby, okay? and Or he did have a baby. So he says that he knew that the marriage was over a while ago. But unfortunately, they tried to fix it. They ended up going to Fiji. They went to couples counseling. And then they ended up having a baby. And so Nathan is like, y'all had a baby to try to save a marriage? And he was like, hey, when you're in a bad marriage, you'll do some crazy shit to try to save it. Which I don't know if that's where Nathan and Ava are. But he's probably, you know, comparing the two at this point in time. And so um, then we go back over to Ava and her girls. And they're also talking about, you know, relationships. And one of her friends was like, I would definitely do a prison inmate, okay? You know, once they get released or whatever. She says uh, that they can't look at their exes on Insta. They only have eyes for them. You know, this, that, and the third. And then that wet spot, honey, okay? Think of the <laughs> the spot that it'll leave. And so, that was like, yep, you know what? You right, okay? And so ava is the rational one and she's like you know come on you guys like having affairs like that's way too much you would have to delete text messages and hide your phone and do all of this and make excuses and lies and all that and so she the only one because everybody else get quiet Okay. And so one of her friends ends up blurting out that she's having an affair. And so she was like, oh my God. And so her friend was like, no, 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 don't trip. Okay. Not only am I having an affair, but so is her husband and her husband is having an affair with the bikini waxer. Hers (laughs) y'all. Well, I mean, you know, at least you getting the same result, right? Good results. (laughs) So anyway, Um, she said, so Ava's like, so do you guys talk about it or what is it? And so she says, no, we're all just having desperate affairs, right? And so Ava apparently is the only one out of the four of them that's not having an affair of some sort, whether it's been on or off or, you know, there's some history there or what she's never had an affair. You guys, speaking of, they're having a conversation Um, Matt and Nathan again You know so They're still going on and on about relationships And trying to save them and so he was like I should have just let it go a long time ago Okay but maybe I'll be able to find Somebody out here and so then Nathan ends up going to go get them two more shots And guess who he runs Into at the bar y'all His bartender Is the girl That got killed in The show earlier And so, he ends up making fun of, you know, her hanging around drunk guys and her having a problem with it. And she was like, oh, it really just depends on the type of guy he is, okay? And so, then he ends up paying for the drinks, and she's kind of, you know, like, eyeballing him a little bit. It's weird. And then, um, he goes back over and hands Nathan a shot. And Nathan was like, man, she's definitely checking you out. He was like, man, I'm old enough to be her granddad, (laughs) I mean, maybe dad, though. Okay, seriously. So, anyway, he says, no, she's not, you know. And then he turns around, and he sees her waving at him. And, y'all, while they were talking at the bar while she was fixing the drinks, there was this weird, tense, ominous music playing. So, do are we pinpointing to Nathan as being her killer? Or maybe it's Matt? It's got to be one of the two. I don't know, but we're going to figure it out so ava is sitting on her couch and she's flipping through the channels and then she lands on an updated report about the i think they call it the west side ripper or something like that apparently he's claimed six bodies or she has claimed six bodies you guys wow so then she gets a knock at the door and it's matt and matt is carrying nathan honey because he is sloshed (laughs) He had five tequila shots, too many, okay? And so he ends up, you know, just like putting them on the couch. And he goes on his way. So then he wakes up for a second and she's like, hey. He's like, what are you doing here? She says, I live here, okay? How are you? And so he says that he really likes Matt. You know, he, he enjoys his company because... Uh, oh, and Ava says that she does too. So then he says that he really enjoys his company because they're both invisible. And before she can get an answer to what he means by saying that, y'all, he go back he go back to sleep, he pass out. So then it's the next day. Matt is over and he's still fixing the sink, okay? The mold up under the sink. He's still getting rid of it. When uh, Tori comes in, And she says that uh, any plumber who doesn't show crack is pretty suspicious. (laughs) And so he says that he's just trying to break, you know, outside of the norms or whatever, stereotypes. And so she ends up mentioning that she's going to get ready to go back to school. She's got to take midterms. okay. And then we also find out that she's a pre-law major. Well, does she look like one? and from what matt sees no not really okay she's got on like this little bralette or something like that and she's got on like a little uh shirt to go over it and some blue jeans so no she doesn't fit the stereotype of a pre-law major but hey it's la right (laughs) so um she ends up asking him is nathan okay because she's noticed that they've been hanging out quite a bit and so he says that he'll be fine. You know, he's a really good guy. He's one of the good ones. And so she says, so is he. Okay. And so he says that they're going to go hang out again tonight. Dang. Two nights in a row. Okay. And so he says that they're going to go throw darts. And he asked her, does she want to come because of, you know, how she reacted to when he said they were going to go hang out again. And so she says, no, she doesn't want to get in the middle of their bromance. Okay. And, um, he stands up and he says, well, go crush those midterms but by this time y'all they're pretty close i think they're gonna end up having something but we'll see what happens with that and then um we go back to the bar it's later on that night and they are throwing darts okay just then um nathan says that he's got to go pee so when he's on his way to the bathroom he ends up bumping into our girl. The same one that got murdered earlier in the episode. He keeps running into her. Y'all should have figured out what her name was. But anyway, he keeps running into her. And um, he mentions that he saw her the other night. And uh, she says that she's sorry for bumping into him. And she called him a sir, (laughs) y'all. Further affirming how he feels with the age gap. (laughs) So she says that she's got to go because she ends up seeing her date. And she, they're playing pool, okay? So just as uh, she goes over to her date, we start hearing that tense music again. And then we get the flashback of her murder scene. And y'all, the form that the killer had when he was stabbing her, I'm just gonna say he, because I believe it's either Matt or Nathan. The form looked like it could be a tennis player. Just saying. So it's the next morning and Ava wakes up to an empty side of the bed y'all nathan is nowhere to be found okay she don't look throughout the house and then she ends up seeing this note that he had wrote her on his laptop saying that he uh, had an early tennis lesson and he didn't want to wake her and then as she's going to go rip the sticky off of the laptop his screen lights up okay so she starts scrolling through there on the front and then we see the bartender girl Okay, it's a whole bunch of different pictures of her on her social media pages and all of that, right? And then the last one that she sees is a newspaper article about her brutal murder. So now we're we're caught up to the two weeks. So she's got questions, okay? And she sits on the couch until Nathan asks, come home. And so she ends up asking him, what time did he get home last night? He says, why did that matter? What time did you get home last night? What's with all the questions? And so she turns around the laptop and he says that it's the craziest story, okay? And so she was like, I got time, try me. So he ends up telling her the story about him seeing her at the bar last night and bumping into her when, they, when he was going to the bathroom. And then the next thing you know, which is the next day, here she is murdered, okay? Kind of freaked him out. And so she was like, so was she at the bar with you? and so he says no okay but she was there at the bar that's all i'm saying and so just as we think that this is gonna go one way she ends up being really interested in was like do you think it was the west side ripper and so they end up going back and forth about a four minute she ends up asking him did he see anybody that stood out that looked suspicious or anything and he says no okay she was there with the date and um She says okay well maybe it was the date no who in the world is going to go out on a date with somebody in public and end up uh you know killing them okay that's not that's not the west side rippers mo okay she knows her serial killers and so then she says that the west side ripper is still out there you guys and he's prowling for his next victim So, the girls are helping Ava uh, set this house, right, for a potential showing. And she ended up telling them about Nathan's run-in with Chloe the night before she got killed. Or, you know, yeah, the night before she got killed. And so, they're like, oh my god, do you think that he's going to be a potential suspect? Do you think they're going to question him? Just asking, like, all of these questions, right? And so, she ends up getting a news alert on her phone and the reporter comes on and she says that the west side ripper may have potentially left a key clue in the back alley after he murdered chloe and so she looks at it and y'all we don't see what it is but she like she don't even tell them that she leaving she hop in her car she almost get hit and she hot telling home okay so just then Nathan is uh, finna get ready to tell Matt about this whole Chloe situation and how it's so crazy how he bumped into her the night before. And then next thing you know, she's dead, right? So she's rushing home. And right when he's finna get ready to tell Matt about the whole situation, she comes in and she's like, hey, can you help me with something in the bedroom? He was like, yeah, sure. I'm finna tell Matt this crazy story, though. And she was like, no, now. Okay. And so. She ends up calling him inside the room and she shows him the clip that she had watched previously. And we find out that the key clue that was left behind was the blue shoe booty. Okay. That usually a lot of, you know, like home providers wear in the houses. Remember, he said that he was going to put on his booties first because he didn't want to attract no dirt. Right. So <laughs> I don't know, y'all, but they are definitely like oh goodness <laughs> we got a murder in our house well at least Ava is 100 percent convinced Nathan initially is not so much okay and so she says think about it and so she ends up asking him what happened with the girl the night that they saw her at the bar and so he says that Matt ended up leaving right after the girl did and so she was like so you think it's just a coincidence that he left right after her and she ended up getting stabbed 37 times nah mm-mm. like less than an hour after that ain't no way and so then um, <laughs> so then he's still not convinced right and so she ends up asking him you know what what do y'all talk about okay and he says that you know they talk about guy stuff just, just the usual stuff like um, him having a kid and uh, him being divorced and him used uh, he used to live in Pomona, and so she was like, "Okay, what about Pomona? Did he tell you anything significant about Pomona?" And so he makes this face, and she knows her husband. She was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, spill it." And so he ends up telling her about what Matt said about the attack that had happened in his apartment complex, right? And so she was like, "Oh, shoot," you know, so he doesn't know the name of the apartment complex i don't believe but he does remember matt specifically saying that it was right next to a tennis court so they end up uh doing like a bird's eye of the apartment complex y'all spot on okay the tennis court is literally right next to it so then after that they go down like the sus, the sus- not the suspect but like the victim list okay because they want to hone in on who he may have potentially killed in the apartment complex okay so they throw out this 82 year old lady and so she was like no that's not his type okay he usually attacks younger brunettes right in like their 20s or 30s probably and so they end up finding one and she's a dead ringer right she looks like the usual type that he goes for That's his M.O. And so she gets upset. She's like, I wonder why he didn't choose me. Because she's a brunette. She's playing a brunette in the show as well. Um, But she's pregnant. But her sister isn't. And her sister's a brunette. So I'm pretty sure that's going to come into play eventually. Okay. So. So. (laughs) So then after that, of course, now it's a little bit more realistic that he's probably involved in something to nathan okay we got uh, got all this evidence and so he was like oh shoot you know what are we gonna do (laughs) and so just then matt comes in and he's like hey so you know what were you gonna tell me i'm gonna get ready to get out of here and so he was like you know what that thing back there I, I forgot and so of course um, Ava says you know he does this all the time trying to make a joke out of it and so then he was like you guys I got some bad news now mind you he's got a hammer in his hand because he's been working on a sink right so he was like I got some bad news okay and so they're looking like oh shit it's really gonna happen <laughs> it's gonna go down and he ends up just telling them that they've got um that last pipe that they got is it's leaking as well okay he tried to save it but he just couldn't, so, yeah, they gonna have to start all over, of course, there's gonna be more money out of their pocket, but he didn't want them to start cussing, cussing him out and talking shit about him once he left, so, they were like, oh, you know, no, 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 it's okay, so, he ended up leaving, right, y'all, they hurry up and lock that door with the quickness, do y'all think Matt is behind it, clearly, this has to be a red herring, right, it's not that easy, I did think that it was Matt initially, so we'll see. So I forgot to tell y'all that when they were doing like their evidence roll call, she had mentioned that Matt had showed up to their house that morning with fresh, angry new scratches all up and down his arms that he said was courtesy of his cat. And so Nathan was like, I don't think he has a cat. Okay, so even more reason for us to believe that he is a serial killer, Right. So, y'all, after Matt leave, they hurry up and lock the door with the quickness, right? So, they get ready to go dial 911, and then Ava ends up hanging up the phone. And so, Nathan is like, what the hell are you doing? And y'all, they go back and forth about this whole proposition about possibly getting Matt to go on the podcast that they're going to start and it's going to be called um, something of murder <laughs> from the mouth of the murderer or something like that. Words of a murderer. I think that's what it is. I don't know y'all. But anyway, the concept is they're going to start this podcast and they're going to interview him. They're going to like discuss his voice and all of that. And they want to get, to the deeper root of why he does what he does. Why are you a serial killer? What made you do that? Like, what made him tick, basically? And so, as Ava is, like, giving this whole, like, podcast plan to Nathan, Nathan is like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I'm just glad that he hasn't killed either one of us, okay? And so, she says that if Matt agrees to do this podcast with them, then that'll be the only way that they don't turn him in, okay? So either podcast or, or prison, which one? And so she asked Nathan what he would choose, and <laughs> he's like, wow, this is crazy, like, no. And then she says, well, please, okay? Are you serious? Like, if we don't do this, and then somebody else from a more popular podcast and she names like a few that are actually real like serial and crime junkies and i think sisters in crime are also real as well um i'm surprised she didn't say crime salad but um so she says well what if one of them comes along after we call the police they arrest him and then they come along and they get his story of course that's gonna blow them up even more why don't we get the jump on it, and then we can, you know, finally have everything that we aspired for, okay? If we don't do this, look, we've been the good people this entire time, and look where it's gotten us, okay? Like, (laughs) if we don't make something happen soon, we're going to end up in a one-bedroom apartment, like, you're going to be doing this and that, like, it's just going to go downhill. Why don't we get a jump on this, get people listening, and then make the money? off of it and so then he was like so what we're gonna turn him in after like a few years after and she says yes we'll turn him in a few years after and so he was like no we're not doing it no i'm not oh and then she also mentioned that (laughs) in her spiel of how things can get worse she says that (laughs) they're gonna lose everything that they they deem precious to them right i mean like material wise And then she's going to still be trying to scrape and scramble to do this, get this 3% commission sale from trying to sell these houses all while she's still having fantasies about getting it on with the potential homebuyers. And so he was like, wait, you, you do that? (laughs) You think about stuff like that? And she was like, listen, we are the only couple that does not have like separate lovers. Like, you know, <laughs> like affairs going on, okay? We're the good people and look where it's gotten us. So why not do this this one time? And so, like I said, he tells her no at first. Nine one one ends up calling back and she was like, You can go ahead and tell him. But instead of him telling them what's going on, y'all, he he doesn't say anything. So then it's later on in the day and he ends up meeting up with Matt because they're finna get ready to go surfing. <clears throat> And so Matt was like, man, this is a really nice place that you found. How did you find this? And so Nathan was like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't call you down here to go surfing. And so he was like, why did you call me down here? And so he ends up telling them that he knows who he is. Okay, you can pat me down. I'm not wearing a wire or anything like that. But I know who you are. And so he says, who am I? And he tells him that he's the, the West Side Ripper. But he has a proposition for him. All while Ava is like looking through some binoculars down at them. So if something happens, then she can call the police and report it. But honey, you are putting Nathan's life on the line. (laughs) And that's the way the episode ends, you guys. This episode was so good. This is a really good beginning episode. This is going to be a comedy thriller, so I'm excited to see where this goes. But please let me know what you think. You guys can find this on Peacock as well. So if you are a subscriber to Peacock, then please go on this journey with me. Okay, I think all of the episodes were out, but please don't binge it, y'all. Come on. I wanna be I want y'all to be as surprised as I am to figure some of this stuff out, okay? Anyway, let me know what you think. You can reach me at me and you TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV Reviews Podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. You guys, I love y'all, okay? Thank you for going on this journey with me. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a whole bunch of laughs with not only this show, but with a few others. Okay, I'm super excited about this lineup that I have. So if you have any other show suggestions, please let me know. Don't hesitate. All right, that's all I got for you guys. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.